shining bright Edge of the water, we were feeling all right Back down a country road The girls are always hot and the beer is ice cold Welcome back, all you ball busters. We're here, the Beards Watch, episode ninety-nine. It's your it's your host, Jacob J Roll Nation. We've got Jeeves and Duval with us. How you fellas doing today? Doing good. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me again. As always, it's been a little while, but yeah. hey, good to have you back. It's draft month. As always, we'll get to our guests here. We may not dabble into too much of draft, but we got two weeks later. We can do that. Duval, where can the people find you if they need to find you? Um, you can find me. Um, Instagram, Twitter, just Duval. Sorry, Twitter is Rod versus Duval. Still ain't changed that. Yeah, in a year. Yeah, I know. Laziness, but um, that's where you can find me. Um, I'm there. Jeeves? Uh, they can find me Instagram and Twitter is Jeeves1988. And it took Jeeves seven months to memorize yep. those. <laughs> and I'm glad you got even it. Though, even though I'm on here almost all, all the time. Yeah. Jeeves got uh, uh, pushed up to... Google man, internet man, that's yeah. a, a pro and a con because sometimes he's not as good at Google, but he's here, gives us a little laughs every now and then. And then Dylan's along with our guests. Uh, we'll give him a shout out. Dylan, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. If the people need to find you, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, I'm just Dylan underscore Welch across the board. Okay. So there it is. He might chime in every now and then. I might. He's back. I'll probably be yelling about the Pacers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got the Pacers Hornets in, on in the background. But for our guest, first timer. When I first met her, we kind of exchanged a little a little saying. So this, she actually is not the first person I've ever met from Idaho. That person would be Jordan Gross, was the Panthers' offensive tackle for a little bit. I met him before. So she is a lot of people's first person they met from Idaho. She gets that a lot. Hannah Newhouse, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on here. I've heard a lot about it yeah. from a lot of people. And yeah. uh, look, looking forward to the mayhem that's about to oh, unfold. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I met Hannah... It was my wife's birthday at Wooden Robot, and Dylan brought her along, the tag along, and we sat there and talked about my son who was sitting on my lap, and then all a bunch of other stuff, and then went to Hoppin', and then went to Legion, and yeah, it was a good little time. We were like, we got to get you on the podcast, but the wildest thing, let's get your backstory, because you had just turned 21, like, when? Like, like two weeks before. before, yeah. Before. So it was like mid-February. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When's your birthday? February? Fourth. Fourth. Okay, so it was a couple weeks before. But you had already moved to Charlotte, graduated <laughs> from college, and you were only 20. Now, I graduated college at 20, but it was like on the back end. You kind of went way ahead of the curve there. So break us down with – and you raced, right? So we got let's get through this whole interesting scenario of your background there, of how you got through and done at 20, but – Done before you even turned all that kind of craziness. Yeah, so I raced, like you said, growing yeah. up. Uh, go-karts, did the whole thing, NASCAR development, everything. And my parents had always told me, hey, when it comes down to it, if you want to go to college, you're going to go to college, but you're not going to race. We can't do both. Okay. And uh, I, you know, Idaho. When I tell people I'm from Idaho and I raced, they're like, around what? Hay bells. Like, <laughs> what are you, like, what the hell are you racing? <laughs> so I knew that, like, I had to get to North Carolina if I wanted to make something for myself. And it's, you know, NASCAR Central here. So freshman year, you know, sassy. and you went to Boise State. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, freshman year of high school, I was like, I'm done. I hate high school. Went through that, you know. Wow. Okay. Well, stage. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So I went in and said I was going to get out of here and move to North Carolina. So I graduated high school early, and my parents were like, "Well, college. Don't forget college." Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. Got a hold of Boise State, and they were like, "You know, 
I actually reached out to them because I got accepted. My parents were making me go to college. And I was going to miss a ton of school for racing. And in the business program, you can miss three days all semester. Wow. That's one race yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I reached out to them and kind of did the whole, like, nudge, nudge, what do you think about sponsoring me deal? And they came back and said, you're a moving billboard. That's perfect. Okay. So they actually scholarshiped me all three years of college. Oh, wow. Yep, and I you came a, up with that, basically. Yeah, it, it kind of was a joke. Shoot your shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot your shot. It doesn't matter. Everything So, no, it was a great three years. I did a ton with Boise State. Got to run the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series West. Uh, super late models. Toyota picked me up then. And uh, I was like, all right, well, here I was, you know, 16, 17 years old. I just graduated in college and uh, finished that up. Uh, got out Which here. you graduated college in, at 16? Uh, nope, I graduated high school. I just turned 16. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, wow. yeah. gotcha. Okay. So, like, my freshman year of high school, college, you know, I, I wasn't able to drink legally through college. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's let's true. Let's just emphasize yeah. that. Yeah. Going, everyone at parties is like, oh, no, man, we're good. We're good. And I'm yeah. like, no, I still got to hop the fence. Like, yeah, if someone true, yeah. shows yeah. up, I got to dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All through college. I but, understand. Uh, and that's tough because, yeah, that's a – allegedly you have to get a fake ID, you know, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, mine was – I turned 21 my senior year, so I had that back in from, like, September to May to cut yeah. loose besides having to worry about the, oh, who's doing – you know, can you get in here and that. But I can't imagine having to do that through the whole thing. So you go through college, you get done – at what, 19 or 20? 19. 19. Yeah. Done with college. Wow. Okay, that's wild. So then what next? So I was kind of stuck in a crossroad, and I knew that Idaho wasn't the place I wanted to be for a career because okay. I wanted to work in NASCAR. Yeah. And won't lie to you, I totally slightly moved out of spite because I just got it out of a relationship, too. There's nothing wrong with so that. So I was like, well, you know what? There. I'm done with everyone here. I'm yeah. out. And uh, so, yeah, I packed up my stuff and planned to move at the end of the summer, moved to North Carolina in and this fall was of 2016. Little... There it is. Okay. Okay. Yep. Fall of 2016. So um, August will actually be my two-year anniversary here in okay. North Carolina. And I, I mean, I love it. You yeah. couldn't pay me to go back. I've met wow. great people, got a great little kickstart on a career going and, and loving life. Okay. So as you just said, what, what do people then, why do people stay in Idaho? Do they just love the, <laughs> do they love yeah, the farm life? Yeah, do they love, like, what is the... What's the catch there? Why are people living there? I don't know. It was a great place to like grow up and yeah. live. You know, I got weird. I was joking with one of my roommates before I came here about how instead of getting in trouble, we would just go out to the corn, like the cornfields or the potato fields, and blow stuff up. Like that's what we did for trouble, <laughs> yeah, and no one cared. Yeah. So we weren't getting into trouble because our trouble no one cared about. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great place to grow up. It's super like recreational. They've got you know mountains, rivers, hiking, camping. It's beautiful. But there's no NASCAR, and that's yeah. why I needed to be there. Okay. So it's a great place. Heck, I'm pretty sure half the population of Idaho is people from California now. Yeah. They're like, oh, see ya. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all moving to Idaho, but... Because it's got land out there. If you want to be away, yeah, get it's, away. It's, okay. great, it's a great place to live. It's a great place to grow up. But there just wasn't anything there for a career. career. So yeah, my whole fair. family's still out there. But, okay. uh, yeah, good old North Carolina. So they're stuck with me now. Did you at least go into Boise State? Did you go to a football game at the Blue Field? Or no? Yeah, I did. And actually, I went to the Potato Bowl. Okay. <laughs> and it was like Navy versus someone. And that was the hardest game ever to watch because Navy has blue uniforms. And they were on the blue field. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So literally yeah. all you saw was like little silver heads. Yeah. Just running around the field. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, this just took the joy out of it. All of our home games are either white or orange. Yeah. 
jerseys or mm-hmm. yeah so it was easier to watch but yeah that was a, okay that was a disaster so when you got done moved to charlotte now do you still race on the side or have you kind of put that on a back burner because we know how expensive racing can be if you you need sponsors and then you need your own pocket change to fix some stuff right yeah yeah nope i'm pretty much as i like to say washed up now but, uh, <laughs> we all gotta hang them up at some point <laughs> right <laughs> yeah no um, i'm actually gonna go home i think in july for a race i'm gonna go home and run a super late model once nice. or twice um when i have an off weekend but off weekends are far and few in between yes um but it's kind of like i gave up one dream of you know racing and doing that kind of thing and i yeah. switched it and just changed courses to do this whole broadcasting reporting thing okay but uh no no racing anymore it's so dang expensive it out is. here to rent a race car is yeah. ridiculous i'd rather pay a plane ticket go home and run well, okay so what would be your, what's what's the price looking like roughly to rent a race car for a weekend here yeah. Oh, if we're talking a super light model, yeah. which is I run at home, I can go home. Granted, I own all my own equipment. Yes. My crew's all free. They're family, friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can walk out of the weekend, all expenses paid, like $3,500. Okay. Wow. Maybe. Just still pretty good chunk of change. That's a good chunk okay, of change. Right. Yeah. But to go rent a race car out here, you're looking just the rental fee, no expenses, between thirteen dollars to $15,000 a race, plus whatever wow. you wreck, plus your expenses. So you got to pay for your crew to get in, you know, all of your tires, your fuel, whatever, and then whatever you wreck. So if you have a bad weekend, you can walk out owing someone $25,000 for one race weekend. That's why I was like, I'll pay $400 for a flight and go back to Idaho. Wow. <laughs> that's true. It was a reality check when I moved out here, yeah. but now I get paid to go to a racetrack, yeah. so that's kind of a cool concept. So now... Oh, go ahead, Duval. Go ahead. So my question is, since I know, I know you talked about how you're going to do a race when you go home, so in any other any sport, you have to be in shape. So what type of shape do you get in to prepare for that type of race? So I fortunately, like all through high school and college, like I was cheerleading, I was doing that stuff, so I was really physically active. But you're starting to see a lot of more athlete, like a lot of more NASCAR drivers. They're doing endurance training as far as like biking yeah. and running and that kind of stuff because they're starting to figure out that when you have – more bulky muscle it doesn't work as long for like long endurance training if that makes sense so the whole concept of like lifting weights i guess doesn't actually benefit you when it comes to handling a race car you need to be able to like keep a heart rate high for a long period of time i hate cardio i don't run i don't (laughs) bike (laughs) so i guess i'm kind of in for it when i go home i've been out of the seat for over a year so it'll be it'll be interesting. I'll probably get on the radio on like lap thirty and let them know I'm dying in here. So <laughs> it'll be interesting, very interesting. That's that's interesting because I just always wanted to know because I mean I I go to races every year. I go to the Coca Cola Six Hundred mm-hmm. and just to see, like one of five black. Like, yeah. 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 You can, you can guarantee yeah. he's there. Yeah. I've been with him before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like I mean the degree of and I know. People have spoke about how NASCAR, they, some people don't consider it a sport. And I believe it is because it's still like you have to to sit and ride 600 laps yeah. or however many laps and be in one position and make all left turns because you can't <laughs> make a right turn. Left. <laughs> so if you make the right turn, you got some sort of problem. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess how much, I guess, as far as being in shape, do you compare it to whether it's any other sport, maybe a basketball, football? Do you feel like it's... Just as comparable or 
maybe less or I feel like it's just as comparable but like on two separate scales I think one of the main things too is like obviously it's skill and agility when it comes to like basketball mm -hmm. but mental focus is huge in racing like there's a thing that Sports Center did I want to say like four or five years ago with Denny Hamlin mm -hmm. and they put sensors on him everything sent him out on a race and you know they monitored his heart rate how much he sweat all this stuff and he sweat like three liter like three one liter bottles of sweat lost a total of like 12 to 15 pounds of water weight like it was just ridiculous and they you know did his heart rate and the mental focus that he did they did sensors and um when you're going 200 something miles an hour you know 300 feet is a split second so it's it's more than anything like i think mental agility and when you're doing that for three and a half four hours it's physically it physically kills you too so i think you're like on the same board just different Size. So, yeah, that makes sense? I would go with yeah. that. Yes, yeah, different yeah. types of like we're not running ladders. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, but you know, there's a lot of simulator testing. There's a lot it of like was, endurance. I remember, I remember Donovan McNabb said that NASCAR wasn't a sport, and then when he got out there with Jimmy Johnson, he really changed his mind real quick. Yeah, because I think he came to Charlotte Motor Speedway, and he changed his mind real quick when Jimmy had him. Well, we've always got the hot, hot up, up like 150, 200 miles an hour, and he changed his mind real quick on how, like you said. Mental focus, he every driver has to have. So well, there's a place even here, like in Mooresville, called GoPro Motorplex, and it's go karts and they're outdoors, and it's like a actual go kart course. They do like comp, like actual comps there. And if you ever get a chance to go out there, you can just rent carts there. And I'm telling you, they kick my butt. Like it's like a 10 minute <laughs> race, and they'll whoop my butt. And that's just like a minimal scale of what it's actually like to race. So I always tell yeah. people, like, go run a GoPro, and then multiply that by 10, and I swear you'll be sore for like four or five days. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's pretty interesting. So now you're in Charlotte. Racing is kind of just a a hobby per se. Every now and then, what's now? What's the next step here? What's your is your you're working with NASCAR, right? What are you doing with them? Yeah, so it's kind of, uh, it's all about connections out here. And it's mm -hmm. all about, like, you know, building building your ladder. And I got lucky. I made a lot of connections through racing. Yeah. And I got to know a lot of people. And so I work with NASCAR Home Tracks, and I do a lot of their, you know, media content and that kind of stuff. And it's been fun. It's gotten me to a lot of racetracks. I was yeah. in Connecticut less than 48 hours ago. Yeah. And I'm going to Tennessee this weekend. So nice. um, I do that with them, and that's kind of a part-time gig. And then also I do the NASCAR coast-to-coast uh, podcast over at MRN Radio, nice. which is actually how I met Dylan, and uh, so I get to talk short track racing every week there, and I got a couple events with them, so it's more about just I'm getting to the racetrack every weekend, I'm still getting to talk about race cars and do what I want to do, and it's all just a building block to yeah. eventually, you know, making the right connections and, you know, hopefully being at the racetrack every single weekend. Yeah. I mean, you still, you just turned 21. Yeah, I always have to keep, yeah, yeah. I have to keep that in mind sometimes. I'm like, okay, why am I not, like, yes. I'm moving right now. Yeah, and it's, I, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I'm moving into a house. And I'm like, okay, wait, I'm, I just turned 21. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. And that's something I think everybody at every stage of their life kind of, you, you try not to compare yourself to anybody else because you're like, well, this person, especially in this now social media age, yeah. where everybody yes. puts on a good front where you think they may be doing this or doing that, but it's just a computer screensaver that they're out at the beach or whatever, or they're doing, you know what I mean? So you've got to figure out like, okay, so you got to pull that back. Don't compare myself and go, look, I'm still pretty good with where I am. I may not be this person, but if I step back and like for you, you're 21, you've already accomplished to me so much. And now you're at least got a gig where you're going out and getting some talent work on. And that, like you said, all you can do is add stuff to a reel, meet more people and... And it's it's amazing too when you look back on how a year can change. Mm -hmm. 
You know, like, wow, that was just a year ago and I'm already doing this. Or if you feel like you're stagnant, just it, it just takes one thing to change and all of a sudden you're going in a whole new different direction. Yeah, so, yeah. That's yeah that's, and, that, and that's the key is always just reminding because I worked a gig where it was the assignment desk and we woke. I had to wake up at 3 every morning and it was just terrible. Yeah, a 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. shift and it was tough. But I remember, you know, you get to the point, you put your feet, and there'd be times you'd be like, I don't want to go do this. But you know, you had bills to pay. You had to be a grown-up about yeah. it. <laughs> and then eventually something comes along. And if you treat people right and you're nice to them, somebody goes, so that's what it was. One day someone's like, hey, someone's getting a promotion. This job would be perfect for you. Go apply for it. 99%, you're going to get it. You know, but don't be a jackass going in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll yeah, you'll yeah. throw your shirt and tie your coat. Yeah. <laughs> be respect, you know, respectful and, and get it done. But then at least, you know, and then you're finally in a spot where you're like, all right, this is so much better than what I was. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, like when I first moved here, I didn't really have a job because I actually came out here to race. I was yeah. like, I'm going to race. I'm going to find a team. And it was just like exponentially expensive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. And uh, I had a friend of a friend that reached out to me to work the cup circuit, the yeah. cup circuit, and manage the Monster Energy Girls. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is so far left field. Now, was field. it the Sprint Cup Girls at first, or was no, it no, this was, last this year's? Was last year. Okay, last year. Monster. So the first okay. year we brought the Monster Energy Girls, and I'm like, this is so far left field of what yeah. I want to do. Like, first off, I my tolerance for other females is below par. And that's, because <laughs> I think, that's because I think I grew up at a racetrack. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, and now I'm going to go deal with, like, models yeah. all the time. And I ended up working that all year. I made a lot of good friends, made those connections. Yeah. But you talked about social media, and it's just so funny, too, because I literally dealt with 12 models every single weekend yeah. for 36 weekends. And people are like, oh, well, doesn't that bother you? I'm like, okay, I know them as a person. Yeah. Y'all see their Instagram. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real here. Yeah. Everybody's got good, something. They're good yeah. girls. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And, then, you know, there was a lot of them that I'm still good friends with. But yeah. it was just like... They get paid to be models. I get paid to take them from point A to point, point B. B. Yeah. I would rather not do what they're, what they're doing. doing. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hard yeah. pass. And that's it. Like I said, everybody's got something that they're trying to hide or just trying not to let out because mm-hmm. they're either embarrassed by it or they don't want it. So it is one of those things where this this new day and age, which we could talk for hours on social media, how good and how bad it is. Yeah. Because it's good because you can make connections. You know, yeah. we had Shaq Thompson tweeting the podcast, yeah, yeah. which for those who don't know who Shaq Thompson is, he's the linebacker for the Panthers, who I literally hit follow on our podcast. And he tweeted back, like, I need to get my beard game up, and we're trying to get him on an episode. Whereas, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we weren't able to really touch, get to know athletes. Yeah, Unless yeah, you had a credential and went to a game or ran into him at the mall, you didn't really get to. Now you can reach out and talk to him, mate, shoot your shot, right? Yeah, you always shoot your shot. I mean, all they can say is no, and you keep moving on. But then there's the negative side of that, where there's the creepers out there, or it's people always putting a front on you going, wow, they, get, they vacation every weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? They vacation every And I'm sure a female, <laughs> you know, you get tons of, yo, what up in the DMs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, always yeah, somebody yeah. trying to slap. I got one today that said something. I blocked him. I wish I could pull it up. Yeah. But it said, hey, Biatch, love looking at your pretty face sometimes on my Instagram feed. Hit me with that follow back. And I blocked. I'm like, what, what a way to sign I'm hey, <laughs> <laughs> looking at that face sometimes on my like what where are you going with that? I wish I went to block them. It just was I know shoot your shot, but you gotta be better. You gotta be more suave than yeah. that. <laughs> sometimes I don't look at you. Other times when you're bundled up and it's cold outside, get that off my timeline. <laughs> but if you're at the beach, yeah. I wanna see those ones. Like, come on. <laughs> there's yeah, there's your creepos there. So But yeah, alright, so you're working doing the shows, but you're also as it I don't know if you saw today on Facebook 
You and I know you work at Killington's on the side to make a yes. little spending change. Yeah. And you know a good friend of mine who's been on the par- a podcast friend as well, Brittany Enard. Yeah, yeah, I do know yeah. Brittany. We've okay. known Brittany. She went to high school with us. Okay. And so she actually just moved in this neighborhood as well. Really? And she is, I think, seven months pregnant or five months yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's about ready to do oh, like, six months. Oh, she's got like six weeks or something. Okay, like. so oh, she's really? like eight months. Oh, she's like yeah. ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So how has that been? You're, you know, again, we were talking about pursuing your dream, but also you still got to pay the bills. We all know yeah. that. Yeah. We all have to do things that we necessarily don't love to do, but the bills don't stop. Yeah. How has it been balancing like working that bar bar lifestyle to also then doing this the other gig stuff on the side? It's been insane. Like yeah. I last year at the end of the year, me and my other job actually split ways and I was like, What am I gonna do? Yeah. And so I picked up a serving job and now I bartend over there and I was actually talking to Dylan about it before on our way over here. I'm like, my head, if it was not attached to my shoulders, yeah, would be gone. I'd lose it. <laughs> and I'm moving right now and everything that's going on. So it's just a matter of I'm very fortunate. That with NASCAR, I pick my own schedule. Yeah. And then with MRN, I only have a couple events, but I know I'm on Tuesdays. So it's yeah. just a matter of, like, merging three or four different jobs. Yeah. And getting – I have I actually have an Excel spreadsheet that I've sent to all four of my bosses. I'm like, yeah. yo, look. This is <laughs> y'all y'all out. communicate and you just tell me where you want me and when you want me there. And it's worked good thus far. Um, I mean, I'm on the downside out of bartending, but yeah. it's a great backup plan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always go bartend somewhere and make yeah. good money. There's good well, money. Well, you're in Huntersville, too. So that's a good, yeah. good middle, upper class people. So you yeah. know you, you should. I'm sure there's still assholes there. There are right. assholes everywhere. But at least you got people that are willing to tip and willing to come back. And you got your regulars and all that. So yeah. I served at a Buffalo Wild Wings all through college because I could transfer stores. Yeah. So like when I would go home for the holidays, I could transfer to the yeah. local one go back. Great, it worked good while I was going to school, but then I was like, okay, now I got to go back and serve again this last year, yeah. and I was dreading it. I'm like, you know, college kids are jackasses, oh, yeah, and no they don't tip, and blah, 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 and I got to Killington's, and I was like, okay, not, nah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I like, these are nice people, they know what they're doing, they know yep. when they go out to eat, or when they drink, or whatever, and I bartend there, and, and I like it. Like, I'm kind of actually having separation anxiety of the thought of leaving there. Yeah. Just because I've created like a little family, family. that's yep. away from racing, and it's kind yeah. of a nice thing to have. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a balancing act. That's for dang sure. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, I bet so. But that's yeah, exactly. So I know I saw that Brittany comment. I was like, oh, I know Hannah. So I had to give Brittany a shout out. She was on. You know, we're big. We also on top of covering sports, we started with doing Game of Thrones. I okay, know if you okay. Watch Game of Thrones. You don't think you do? Nope. But we broke those episodes down. We got a whole other year till they're back. But she was on a couple of those, and her. I guess fiance now won our we do a fantasy contest we did a death pool who all was going to die in the Game of Thrones season oh boy and he won the death pool that really past year yeah so he got the prize pack of you know and we'll do a quick little shameless plug since you're used to the NASCAR circuit we'll we'll plug our sponsors real quick we got Triple Whammy Sauce which actually there's a bottle on the table that you get to take home okay okay Uh, Triple Whammy is a buddy of ours who started a sauce business He's got three different ones. You're going to get the all-purpose sauce, which I recommend taking that, putting it on. You can cook with it, but it can be it, 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 it doubles as a dipping sauce yeah. and more of like a baking sauce okay, okay. that you can put on. Now, he's got a sweet heat that's more sugar. It's, it's not sweet heat, mm-hmm. sugary with molasses in it, and it's got a little kick in the backside, which I would say you wouldn't want to dip because it's real thick, but you can bake in it and it's fantastic. Like bar- barbecue chicken go. pizza, all that yeah, magical. Yeah. And then he's got like a spicy type honey mustard that's that's really good as well. Again, you can use the code the Beards Watch all lowercase 
no spaces and 25% off your order. And you can use Duvall's podcast, Man Cave 704, for 25% off your order. It's all online. And then he also then opened a restaurant called Queen City Wings. Mm-hmm. It's up in Cherry Park slash Nodai area. Go in there, get you some wings, get you some tacos, get you some burgers. And he's the person who just won our basketball contest or our fantasy or bracket league. Yeah. Get a free 12 piece and fries that we're giving to him as well. Go check them out. He's actually told me they're doing a the special this weekend is seafood wings. Seafood. And I said, what does that mean? He said, it's like a the Maryland Old Bay seasoning. He's going to put on wings. Ooh, Old Bay is yeah. delicious. So really? that's going to be the special this weekend at Queen City Wings. Slide through Duval. Yeah. I know you got your king fries last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Slide through and check those wings out. And then our, our last one is Escape 109. If you guys ever need a spot to go. It's an escape, brand new escape room that opened up in back in February in Davidson. Take your friends, tell them we sent you. They'll treat you right. We all tested it out. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And the person again, these are all in our prize packs. The person who just won our bracket, Caleb, he's got a fifty percent off on that. So shameless little NASCAR plug. Got to thank all the sponsors and all that good <laughs> stuff. But there it is. So you're at NASCAR. We've already talked about the big thing. So what else? What would it be some like hobbies besides running around and doing MRN and doing all that stuff that you like to get into? Um, well, when I was back in Idaho, I've honestly like completely consumed myself in racing out yeah. here, and it's a little overwhelming at times. But um, I really like fitness. I'm always at the gym, whatever, okay. doing whatever I can. And aside from that, I actually am like a little. I'm trying to think of like a word for it. I like uh, like upcycling things, like anything, any of the furniture that's in my house or my mm-hmm. room. I've either built, I've either like sanded down, repainted, whatever, done all that antique stuff. Okay, There's actually I got a place you. I can't even think of where it is now. It's called the Depot. It's like four or five warehouses okay. of just antique shopping. Oh okay. yes, count me in. Um, so you like to like you said take something that's kind of worn and battered. Yeah. And turn it around and make it into something that looks fresh and new. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I love that stuff, and then also. Um, I always used to joke with my parents that I wanted to be a tattoo artist. Yeah. Because I love you've got to some draw. tattoos, as I've seen. I do. I do. You got one on the foot. I feel like there's, is there one on the ankle as well? Yeah. So, the one on, do we want to go into story time? Let's do it. Hey, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> we're here for story time. Yeah. So, there's one on the inside of my ankle, and it was like my one rebellious act of okay. when I was younger. And it really wasn't that rebellious. My dad knew I was getting it. And had to sign for me. But it was like <laughs> yeah. a good... Maybe two rebels be signed yeah. the sheet. Well, well, do it. Wait, sign the sheet. And like, you know, it was one of those things where like, I, I didn't do anything wrong in high school because I was so worried about losing racing. Like, Fair I couldn't enough. do yeah. anything wrong. And so I was like, well, I'm going to get a tattoo. And like, got my dad to like sway in that direction. Well, obviously someone that's going to like tattoo a 16-year-old obviously isn't like all the way there anyways. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I went and got it. And it was supposed to be an anchor for whatever reason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, an anchor. And then it was a ribbon or like a bow because I was a cheerleader. And the ribbon is supposed to be checker print for my racing. Okay. And honestly, it's anymore. Teeny. It's hard to see. Yeah, it just looks like a blob. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And so I'm like in the process of trying to figure out how to cover it up. Okay. But I actually have a design. That was the thing. Like I love drawing and like all that kind of stuff and painting. And I love doing that. And so I always wanted to like to get into tattooing, but you can't okay. be a tattoo artist that's not covered in tattoos because then no one trusts you. That's right. True. Yeah. It's a trust thing. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. And so I like, like to me, if I see a chef that's not a little bit overweight, 
This food must not be good. Right, like yeah, I never thought about that until you said that. Like, yes, yeah, like I never trust a skinny chef is my, one of my mottos because right. then I'm like, wait a second, why aren't you grubbing? Now I know maybe they work out all the time, but you should be in your craft. You should yeah. be instead of going to the gym, you, you should, should be, be in the kitchen. You be tasting the mac and cheese. Making sure the spices are right. So I never trust a skinny chef because I'm like, hold up now, let's 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 step back on this. So I don't trust that. That's a fair statement. Yeah, exactly. But never. But you look back at it. Do you really ever see a skinny chef? Oh, they're out there, but they're at McDonald's. They're high. Like, yeah, Applebee's, they're Applebee's and Chili's. You know, those are real shit. Those are real shit. Those are real shit. Yeah, yeah. Artists. Sandwich artists. Deal with the Yeah, but so that's that. That's one of my mottos. Is I can't, I can't get down with a skinny chef. But yeah, a tattoo <laughs> artist that is not covered in tattoos to me, like you said, like wait a second, hold up, like you should at least be you be a little skeptical. Yeah, because right. you should want people to put. Your artwork on you or their artwork on you as well to get that feel of feel what you like good. to do. And you got, like I said, you got to know that feeling, that pain of where to get tattooed at. Like somebody comes and says, How is it to get a rib tattoo or a shoulder butt tattoo? And you're like, Oh, I don't know. Then I don't trust I you. Trust you. I, don't yeah, wanna, I, I got them everywhere. I'm yeah, good. I don't want a doctor yeah. who's like never done surgery. No, 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 yeah, no. Give me the man who's been there for 25 years. Yeah. Make sure his hands ain't shaking though. He ain't got nothing wrong with him. <laughs> but give me the man. Let me get him going. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, what's okay? The second one though, you got wings. Or yeah, A-wing. okay. So, I drew that one. Oh, right? it says fearless. Okay. Yep, it says fearless. It's my gas pedal foot. It's my right foot. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't so, know if you wanted like to put your feet together and you could have two wings and then no, maybe fly yeah, away. No, it's my gas pedal foot. <laughs> oh, okay, so, like, gotcha. You know, hammer down, got that one. And okay. then uh, I got 46 actually on my wrist. And okay. it's a gnarly scar that goes down my wrist. Yeah. And I actually wrecked my race car. So that's what that's from. The scar? The scar, yeah. Okay, you didn't just get a tattoo after you wrecked your race car. Like, yeah. I woke up and there's a tattoo after I... Yeah, that's what I should have told my parents. Like, oh, yeah, by the way. Ha. But, no, actually, I actually just got this 46 in Roman numerals. I got it, like, actually three or four weeks ago. And it kind of was one of those things that I got because I'm no longer racing, and I identified when I raced with the number 46. Okay. But, like, now I no longer identify with 46. I identify, like, with my name. So I kind of just got it as, like, that last little send-off of, like, okay, okay I've come to terms so with I'm not racing anymore. why choose Roman numerals and not just, like, your style of numbering 46? Um, Does that look more clean and crisp, more yeah. female-ish kind of? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a little more yeah. feminine. Like, if I just got my 46, people would have been like, Yeah, but you're in North Carolina now. You would have been able to, like, that would have been pride. Right, I'd have been able to, like, all the Dale Earnhardt <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Dale, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, any plan for any future ones, or is it just kind of as it, as it comes and it goes? Well, when I cover up my blob on my foot, that'll okay. be the next one. Okay. But, uh, no, I can't. Like, it's kind of one of those things in TV... Everything's still so traditional right yeah. now, especially being a girl. Yeah. I, I'm already, like, having a hard enough time breaking barriers mm-hmm. now to be, like, a girl that's tatted. It's true. NASCAR specifically. They're very like, traditional. They're very, oh, like, old school. Oh, oh yeah. We yeah. know. That's why Duvall's one of five black yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. We know. They're trying to get past there, but they're, yeah. it's a, they're a slow-moving entity. <laughs> now, we can kind of, let's touch on that a little bit NASCAR-wise. They just announced today that they're extending their sponsorship with Monster to 2019. But then in 2020, they're going to revamp the whole thing and just call it either the Cup Series or the Premier Series, and they're not going to do the big Monster so Energy Cup Series, big Xfinity Series. It's just going to kind of be one of those. What What do you think about all that scenario? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good idea because I mean NASCAR or Monster got the premier sponsorship for a steal. They stole. I mean Lowe's was paying. Did more they for steal Lowe's. it? Or is it just that, like, no one wants to pay it? Yeah, so that, that's why they stole it. It's because okay. NASCAR right. was Fair having enough. a really hard time finding yeah. anyone. 
So they came in and kind of stole it, but they've been great. I honestly think they've been a great asset to NASCAR. They brought in a twist that NASCAR's never had, a very modern twist. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Like, I think this whole concept of what they're going to do, I don't know what they're going to do. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad that they're taking away that premier concept yeah. of having a title sponsor, but, like, they're grasping for sponsorship as is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it's a great way, though, to keep – assurance that there's going to be a cup series yeah. in three, four years, regardless yeah. of a title sponsor. Because a yeah. lot of people are thinking, Monster goes and we can't find anyone. Yeah. Well, there I, goes NASCAR. I, I, that, and see, that's I like the way you think there, because I like when big picture thinking. I don't think it would ever go away, but it is interesting. Uh, we've talked about this, I think, the last time Dylan was on and Tori was on, is kind of where is NASCAR going? Because they are so slow mm-hmm. in making changes. I'm a big proponent of shortening the season a little bit, take some of these races away. And I know the whole ordeal Well, everybody, these owners want two races and this because they own so many tracks and all that. But to me, running from, you know, it's a supply-demand thing. If you, you've got 36 races, okay. There's only two weekends off of the year? Yeah, yeah. No, or just, Easter weekend and Father's Day? To me, when you're, uh, when, Father's, yeah. Yeah. When you're, when you're watching, Day, yeah. when you're watching, you go, okay, I can miss this one because I can – you know, I can catch the next one, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so many of them. But I get the tradition, and I get there's so many of the crown jewels and all that kind of stuff, but something's got to be done to figure it out, and I just hope it's not too late to where we're sitting there and they have to combine Xfinity I was, Cup or whatever. I was actually talking to one of my, my roommate, his old roommate, today at work, because he was getting yeah. his car worked on, and what me and him were talking about is like, Making it makes making it making the racetracks where they race at makes sense because like they go from Daytona to Atlanta that makes sense. Well, then they go all the way to California. Now that well, then, they, then they go to they go to Phoenix, then they go to Las Vegas, then they go to California. The West Coast trip makes sense because they stay well, see, out what, there. What what me and him were talking about was yeah. like go to Daytona, then go to California. Okay. Do to California or go to go to Phoenix, then go to Las Vegas. Go to California, yeah. and then once you're done with the West Coast, come back this way, hit Texas, hit Atlanta. Yeah. Once you're done with Atlanta, you have Easter weekend, and you have Martinsville, Bristol, Richmond. You have three short tracks races in a row okay. instead of instead of bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Kind of like do like do the West Coast swing, and then make your way back east, yeah. and then go up north, and then like do the Midwest instead of like going to. Pocono, then they go to Michigan, then they go to California, then they're back here. So, like, to me, I think if they made made it more the tracks where they were at already, yeah. make them do it all at once instead of bouncing around, I think that would make more sense. Um, but I'm with you, like, sh- maybe shortening the season or shorting start with shorting the races. That's fair. Well, Short, like- shorting the races, not... Don't short, don't short Daytona 500. Yeah. Because that's the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, don't short Coca-Cola 600 or Talladega. But some of the ones like in between short and nose and maybe even changing up what races are in the chase. Like yeah. put a road course. Put put a, If you put a road course. We're doing that. Isn't the, isn't the well, that's, road that's, road that's, road that's a, a half a road course. I know. I'm but, talking about like putting Hey, man, you know it's NASCAR's baby step G. <laughs> I, 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 you got to put the road window. You got to be too crazy. That's too crazy to be thinking. Yeah, think but that's, smart. That's, that's what me and him were talking about. It's like, so just basically, if you're in one state, like if you're in California, do like a California and the West Coast swing early. 
because you know they're they're gonna have good weather to where if you come all the way out here, yeah. Two weeks ago, Martinsville, it got snowed out on a Sunday. Yeah, they could have been in Texas on Martinsville weekend and then come out and do three short track races what? and not have that maybe factor of snow or rain. Well, they haven't had snow in Martinsville ever. So I'll give them that. <laughs> that yeah, true. I mean, for Mother a Nature's just been exactly. Yeah, all the way yeah. out. But that's that's what me and him. That's what I don't know. I don't know how Hedda feels about it, but I know what you're saying. But to me, they already most of the people stay out there for three weeks. I don't know if they want to be on the West Coast for a whole month because well, they're going to want to come back home. Yeah, what they do too is like logistically speaking, like I get the concept of doing you know the full circle around yeah. the country tour. But with the exception of the West Coast Swing, all of those teams, the haulers, are actually going to come back to North Carolina anyways yeah. for yeah. every single one to, like, swap out cars, whether it's a super speedway or a short track car. But we're talking about, like, things are moving slowly in NASCAR. I actually have a really good friend who's got, like, this idea and this mindset that yep. he wants to be in a higher position in NASCAR as far as, like, decision-making or whatever. And I think that's going to be, like, the turn point. Is yeah. We've got a lot of, like, older people in NASCAR yes. that are heads up. They've got this traditional mindset, what they want to do, and they're kind of, like, set in those ways. And I think when this new generation comes in and starts taking these leadership roles in NASCAR, you're going to see the logistics change. You're going to see the shorter races. Yeah. Younger people have, low, like, shorter attention spans. I won't sit through the six, Coke 600, you know? Yeah, that's... I just yeah. that's too long. I never yeah. And so you're going to see... Yeah, yeah, you're exactly. gonna see this newer generation come in, and you're gonna see the thought process and NASCAR completely change. It's just a matter of getting this younger generation. And hopefully, and, and hopefully, hopefully, like Jacob said, hopefully, hopefully it's not too late. Yeah, you know? yep. And I think short track racing, like short track racing, is the grassroots. That's where it all starts. Yeah, it kind of started to die, and it's. I mean, it's kind of like rock bottomed right now. Yeah. But we're starting to see a really big revival in it and I'm hoping that that all trickles upward, yeah. obviously instead of downward, but it trickles upward to start getting maybe a lot of these thought processes that are being brought up at yeah. the bottom to the top. So yeah. it, it'll be interesting. It's a different sport. It's not like any other sport out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can't even compare it to basketball yeah. or football or hockey or golf when it comes to logistics. Well, so that though, there is, every sport has their issues and they're yeah. still trying to get to this young audience. When we saw baseball trying to shorten it up with you can only do certain, like, if it gets the extra innings, they're going to put a runner on second, like, all that you kind of stuff. You can only go so to the mound a certain amount of times. Leagues are doing it. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR hopefully can get there with some of the stuff. But also, I think what's kind of bugging them down is even with the social media, there's some drivers that have great personalities, and they're able to show them off to an extent. But you don't have the good old boys because the good old boys can't be the good old boys. And yeah. I don't mean – People saying things that are racist or whatever, but you've got to be conscious when you you get wrecked by somebody. You can't go out unless you're a Kyle Busch or a Kevin Harvick who's got their sponsors. Eminem's not losing them unless he does something crazy. Yeah, not, can, not, not, not throw, on track. He's got they some can crazy go. Oh no, but I'm saying Kyle Busch got into a fight last year. Yeah, he's yeah. not losing. But if you're talking about a guy like a Will Byron or a guy that's racing a couple races here and there. Uh, Alex Bowman, he can't go out and throw his helmet at places. Yeah. He can't go out and drop some F-bombs into this. Because he's conscious of, I, I, that needs sponsors. The reason Hendrick brings me on is because I can bring sponsors. Will Byron, same thing. So that's an interesting concept of, I think, some of that's disconnected. If we don't, in the racing, back in the day, it was the good old boys, and you can relate to who's under the hood. You could work on cars, and now cars are so much harder to work on to where the guys may know the car, but there's so many other people under the hood working on them to where you can't relate to the just the regular guy who's making 
$25,000 a year and works on his car because he can't afford to go to the auto zone to get it fixed or whatever. So there's a lot of different factors in that as well. So That's where that turn, like I said, that that bottom part right now, actually this last weekend in Nashville, it was a short track race. It was a super late model race. And two drivers, there's a video out there, they, you know, get into it on the track, whatever. One of them turns the other one, slams the fence, whatever, and then there's a fight in the pit. Yeah. And, man, they brawled. Like, yeah. They threw punches, and there hasn't been any penalties assessed. Yeah. Nothing. Like, honestly, if you ask me, you just wrecked my $150,000 race car. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing punches. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? No I think no. that's yeah. so justified. Yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, you know, obviously if things get out of hand, then you take instance. But I think everything got so corporate. Yes. And everything agreed. got so, like... The money, it's money, all money. about money. Yeah, yeah, all about pleasing, and that's where things started to take a turn. And I'm hoping that you know this whole these these people that fought this weekend at the short yeah. track, they're trying to make their way up. And I'm yeah. hoping that eventually it does because yeah, I mean if you wreck hundred fifty thousand dollars, I'm gonna be mad. Exactly. I'm gonna come swinging. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it's I justified, and I think they're trying to put that all in a, you know a can and and cork it up and not let anyone do anything. And and it's it's. It's frustrating. It's very just corporate. Yeah, and I'll go back to, like you said, hopefully this younger generation gets control, can make some change. I was actually just texting with my buddy Cheeks, and we were talking about the Panthers are up for sale, and he's ready for new ownership in NFL and in, 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 in all the other leagues too. Yeah. New ownership to get some new thinking, forward thinking. You know, you've got these certain aspects politically. We don't have to get into that. People stand up for people. You're either on one side or the other, but yeah. you can be in the middle a little bit. And – you're seeing players take a hit for it because it's kind of like an old white gentleman's club. And if you're not a part of that club, they don't want anything to do with you kind of thing. Yeah. So his point was, I want, I'm ready. Like you said, I'm ready for someone younger who's more forward thinking to be an owner of an NFL team or an NBA team or MLB team, or maybe a NASCAR race team to where it's not as so corporate. And so like, well, we, we've done it for 70 years. Let's not change anything to where it's like, no, let's, Let's be open to some change yeah, because, yeah. yes, we know everybody's hard for change, and sometimes it can be bad, but sometimes it can work out in the favor for everybody. So, yeah. that, you know, that would that would be the, the uptick there. I okay. got you. Yeah. Okay, so I got a <laughs> fire away, Duval. Okay, so in your many, you know, races, can you tell us, like, your most memorable race? Could be your first, could be your last, could be one in the middle. Oof. Um, could be when you lost could have almost won. So, I'm trying to think here. There's been a couple that have been pretty awesome. So, last year, me, I'd already been out here, moved away, kind of been done racing, you know. We'd essentially won a championship, everything, and I happened to go home for a wedding, a family wedding, and my dad was like, yo, come out and race. Okay. And my little brother, who is 19 now, I think. Um, (laughs) It is National Sibling's Day. I did that Instagram post. Yeah, you did. Um, uh, yeah, I think he's 18, 18 or 19. Anyways, he started racing trucks. Has he graduated college yet? No. <laughs> so you got the one up on the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he actually graduated high school next month, so maybe he's 18. Yeah, okay. Um, he, uh, we both raced, actually, and it was the hardest race I've ever ran in my entire life. Like, I drove my butt off, and it was him and I neck and neck for the win, and I ended up beating him. But that was probably the hardest I've ever raced in my entire life was my brother lifting me up down the straightaways, moving me, shoving me. I was driving like hell to keep him behind me. And it was just one of those things like <laughs> Who really, won? It, me. I won. Okay. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. Okay. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be telling the story. That's no, fair. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, I've gotten to racing against my dad and super late models. And 
we've had a ton of fun, and I think those are the most, like, memorable ones, where it may not have been a win necessarily, but, like, man, you just had so much fun, because racing is, like, probably one of the most high of the highs and low of the low sports there is. When you win, you're on top of the world, but when you have a bad night, it's not just a bad night, like, you've invested time and money and all this stuff, like, your personal side of it. Mm -hmm. So, when you just have a good night in racing, you gotta walk away with that, because there's not many of them. Yeah. So, here's the big important question, then. What's your overall record? Record like, like out of I don't know how many races that are like you on your docket at the end of the day. If you had like a little bio that said, you know, hand a new house, here's your record 33 and 25. Or, okay, so like how many? I guess it's gonna be it's gonna be low because okay, because racing is like it's yeah, so hard so to many, win. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how many okay, how many did you win? So I'm trying to think my breakout year, which is like 2012, yeah. the first year I did late models. There was 27 races. I won 13 of them. So we were almost half. Pretty solid. Yeah, it was a good year. We actually like broke a bunch of records that year. And then... Just a little humble brag. That's all. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I was like 14 trying. though. So yeah, I was like hyped with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... So if I had to like count up all my races... Yeah. I did like five, six. So let's go like 20 total... 20 total wins for like... 57 starts in the last four years. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, it's tough. I'm trying to think, yeah, because I like ran all different things. In so different we're here. Hard-hitting like, questions here at the Beards Watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, getting, we're getting into stats, man. Yeah. Wow. That's still really good. That's, that is yeah. good. But like, for example, this is the best way to put it. When I'm out in like on the West Coast, West Coast racing is so different from East Coast racing. Yeah. Like, the best way to put it is I was a big fish in a small pond. Like, we had good equipment. We had good people behind us. We were racing the races to race. Yeah. You come out here, and you got, like, you know, a field of 40, and 25 of them are really flipping good. Yeah. So, I wasn't really even in the same, like, record. For example, when I came out here and ran, I ran four races on the East Coast, and we were, like, a ninth to 13th place car every weekend, where if I would have went home with that exact same car, I'd have been a top three. So, it's a whole different caliber of racing on the East Coast. Okay. Completely different caliber. Which is why we get, yeah. If you ask anyone in racing (laughs) about West Coast, they're like, they race out there? We're like, yeah, believe it or not, there's more than three tracks. (laughs) All right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to move on to our notebook. Okay. Which is our triple whammy sauce. Jeeves, where are you at with the horn, man? You missed all last week. I didn't give you shit. Now I'm giving you shit. So, wait, wait, we've got to wait for Jeeves. You got the at, you got the, uh, yep. Are right, you ready? So this is going to be our triple whammy sauce. Oh, oh look. He said he's ready. <laughs> I said let's make sure we're Wait, am I choosing one? Right? Gonna, yeah. So okay. wait. I'll, I'll get to the rules once okay. he gives us the, the horn. All right. Triple whammy sauce. Escape 109 notebook. Thank you, Jeeves. Keep it handy there. <laughs> so what? If it's your first time listening, thanks for sticking with us. This is a notebook filled with questions that I've come up with and my wife's come up with slash Multiple people who've been guests on here, you add questions when you're done. If we drink down in the basement, play video games. Oh, we never got to, before we do that, we never got to our Birria car results. Oh, we, forgot. Ow, we, almost, almost, we almost, can almost, bypass that. Yeah, yeah. You can let it slide. Since we're talking racing, let's add this to your overall record. Take this as an L. So, before we dive into the notebook, yes, our beer card. If you've never played, it's Mario Kart on the 64. You can't drink and drive. you got to finish a beer before all three laps are done. I continue my winning streak. I'm now up to 14 wins. Jeeves and Duval are sticking at two wins. They've been there for a long time. And let's see. Who, Duval, you finished second. 
Yeah. You started. You you started a different strategy. You you drank like you didn't drink till like your third lap almost, right? Yeah. Um, I had an idea and I thought it was going well, but what happened was, as you all caught up, I kind of panicked. Yeah. So then I got low on my beer, but the problem was I kept falling in the pond or I kept falling <laughs> off the track. We call those the yips. Yeah, yeah you know, the yips. But you know, it's okay. You know, so it happened. Hold on a second, Hannah. I thought you were going to tie the career high of a first-time guest has been third place. I was there at the you end. You were there at the end. Jeeves somehow was is still she, in the struggle bus. It's she like fell, she fell off the track. Yeah, and Jeeves, I don't know how you're still racing like you've never played this game before. <laughs> you've been here with me every since we've started this tradition. You still only have two wins. I, I mean, Dylan even got one win up on the board. I technically had two. But that's oh, awful. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm not counting like hanging out drinking. If that was the case, I'd have like three wins. I have two wins. Total. Out of, you should put that there in an asterisk. Oh, yeah, there there an asterisk. There You're going to be that I've never guy in the fine print. I've never seen Dylan get so fired up about that. I'll take a little bit. All right, now we know. Well, it moves me from the bottom of the board to tied for second. So. Look at that. Oh, juice there. Yeah. All right, I like I'm it. Just saying. Uh, so you got, you finished fourth. You had Peach. Jeeves was third. How was your first experience with Birio Kart? It was intense. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, I was a little nervous. I forgot three times on the way here we were playing until y'all reminded me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, there's definitely strategy, and I'm going to give you guys the upper hand for you probably have played this and know how oh, to yeah. drink a beer way yeah. faster than me. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to work on it. Um, maybe not playing Birio Kart, but you yeah. know, as my 21 year old experience. That's what I'm saying. Is if you're gonna be 21, you should be able to chug those beers a lot faster. Dude, than that's what everyone tells me, and I'm like, no, no. Okay. no. We were talking earlier. I'm like two beers, and I need a nap. Whew! You gotta, you gotta start getting some Red Bull Bacchus or something. Then, oh man! <laughs> oh, <laughs> that man. energy flow. I'd be going. napping way faster. Right. Okay. All right. So that's our tradition. I'm sitting there at 14 wins. I don't think anyone's ever gonna catch me. If you've got any other games you want us to play, I can't think of, like, we, I guess we could do other racing games because it's just not fair anymore. But, hey, I'll keep taking these challenges on. It's all right. <laughs> Sounds like a little shade. Seeing I'm like, just saying. This is his game, too. Yeah, yeah, so. Y'all have all the right. Y'all got full-time jobs. Y'all can go over to the video game store, buy you a set, play it up, lace them down, and get them going. So, all right, back to the notebook. It's our Jeeves. Are you ready? Let's do it. Triple whammy sauce, escape one, our notebook. Questions from anybody and everybody. Hannah's going to pick one. When she picks one, she's going to ask it to everybody. And then we're all going to answer that and stem a whole other conversation. While she's doing that, we'll do some housekeeping. We've mentioned our sponsors. Oh, make sure you go out. Our new shirts are out there. Oh, Hannah, you can start looking. Oh, I can You start looking through okay. questions. Okay, yeah, pick one that's not checked. It's not checked. Yeah. Gotcha. We've got new shirts out. A simple logo and the same logo for all your needs there. Stickers, mugs, get all the you know, summer gear. It's a lot of tank tops, t-shirts, and there's one V-neck shirt in there if somebody's feeling bold. It's crazy. On Nate top, will probably buy that one. He likes to wear those V-necks. On top of that, let's see. We've got, oh, Survivor, our Survivor Fantasy game update. Let's see. Uh, Buck is at 15. Candace is at 10. Zach Bell, 10 points. Jerriana, 15. Jeeves is at 20 points. Jeeves, you're about done though. this year. Harley, 16. Lindsey Mandy, a 4. Hillary Hux, 3. Greg Kaylee, 11. Alex Sharon, 17. He's not going to win. That's a shot at him. He moved to the West Coast. Myself, only have one point. My parents have 14. Jacob Barrera, he's the top runner. He's got all his castaways left with zero points. That's where you want to be. It's golf scores right now, but you want the most at the end. Josh Hurley, 16. Amy Hurley, 11. Porkchop Bacon, 12. Amy Kakali, 11. Brittany McKinney, 5. Duvall, 14. You're struggling, my man. 
<laughs> Adam Lurs, 13 points. Alan Kavana, 10 points. Bronson Hill, 10 points. And Jeff Hux, 12 points. Again, this game is you choose six castaways. You want yours to last the longest. You get as many points as whenever they're voted out. So just this past week, it was Bradley who went home. Yep. He was the seventh person. So you got seven points for that. So my number one overall pick is out, but that's all I've had, and I'll take it. I'll take it. So, have you found a question? Yes, I do. And this one's slightly thought-provoking. Okay, so. let's do it. Okay, so it says, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Who is that from? Is that from my brother? Who's Yams? Oh, that's oh, Yams. 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 <laughs> yeah. Go back. He's been on twice. He does a little festival every now and then. Little, if you like punk rock, he does a festival. How old would you... Make sure you check you it out. want to check it? There's, and then Hannah's going to add her own question once the podcast oh, is goodness. over. One, two, it doesn't matter. You can add 17 if you want it. All right. How old would you be... If you didn't know how old you were, I'd yeah. still be 23. That's how old I'll be because I still like to, even though I have a son who's four months old, I still love to cut loose and party and wish I was 20, 21 and, and raging all the time. That was fun stuff. That's how I, I think I'd still be like 25 or 22. I would you think. Should, that answer's changed, yeah. Now. Yeah, 23, 25, 22. You just, you just said you gave a range. You were just like 18 to 22. Oh, I know. Dylan's fired up. We talk about his winning loss record. That's the loudest I've ever heard Dylan talk in my whole life. <laughs> 23. I'll still get Jordan age. There we go. 23. Jordan number. Gene, what you got? This one's... Like, Hannah said, you gotta think about this. Yeah, you got Dylan. You got Gene doing math, so that's always dangerous. Yes. Oh, boy. That's always dangerous. How how, <laughs> how how old are you when you're in the seventh grade? Oh my gosh! Oh jeez! Like ten, uh, eleven? No, no, you're like uh, you're like twelve. Seventh grade, twelve. Yeah, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. I have to go back to that age because you had Why? no responsibilities. Yeah, was, okay, you had no responsibilities. You just, no, I, I, you're, you, you just, just went to school. And, no, no, you're misunderstanding the question. It's not what age you would want to be. It's just like it's if you didn't know how old you currently were. Like if you woke up with amnesia one day and yeah. someone said, "How oh. old are you? How old would you say?" Oh, you were? okay. Yeah. I didn't misread the question or understand the well, question. You said you said you really got bad amnesia. Yeah. Probably about twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. I would say me. If I woke up. I didn't know how old I was. I would sit here and say I was 20. Yeah. 20. Still wish I was 20. Yeah. Oh, God. See, if I go, now that I think about the amnesia part, if I woke up and I was like, oh, I have a son, I'd be like, I think I'd be my age then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is right where I kind of thought if I was going to have a kid back when I was like, you know, 21. Where where do I want to, like, you know, you start thinking about, hey, if I'm going to have a kid or get married or whatever, this is right in the sweet spot. Maybe I didn't want it any earlier. Yeah, right. You know, got married at twenty five. We definitely wanted a couple years of just us cutting mm-hmm. loose and having fun. And I think this is right in the sweet spot of. And then we didn't want to be like I didn't want to be at thirty five having our first kid. So then when he's ten years old, he's I'm forty five. You know, kind of stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I would I would probably think I was right around the twenty eight to thirty range if I think about it that way. Is he me? I don't. But I would want to be twenty three. Yeah, I would say 20, just, just because, like, <laughs> is I mean... Is still fired up? Oh, no, he's always fired up. He's got the red hat on. I would say, like, I mean... Yeah, now that you say that, I said 20. I would probably say early 20. So I would say probably 21, 22, just yeah. because, one, I don't have... You know, I have my own place, but don't yeah. have 
and kids or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not to that age where... Just bought a PS2 at the video game store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still, live, still living life. You yeah, know, you gotta but... get that nostalgia up. Yeah. I'm with you. Got the whole basement for that. <laughs> got a lucky person that lets out. me have all this. So. <laughs> all right, Hannah, how about My you? My turn? Yeah. I, I'd have to go with, like, 23. I feel like when most Older people... than what you are now? Yeah. That's true, well, though. Like yeah, most yeah. people, when they meet me, they assume I'm older than I am. Yeah. And then, like, if you kind of, you know put into perspective I don't live at home anymore I'm away from my family like all of that stuff I generally get put at 23 so people are shocked that I'm younger than I am oh it blew my mind when I met you when you were like yeah I just turned 21 like two weeks ago and I was like but wait you've already been down here for X amount of years and you've got a job and you got a side job and I'm like how are you yeah so like 23 I feel like that's generally where I would put myself like I don't feel like I'm any older than 23 but, like, I definitely, sometimes I'm like, okay, wait, I'm only 21, but I still get nervous when they check my ID at the store. I feel you. I feel you. I like it when they check my ID. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes them feel, 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 feel young, but then I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah. That's how old I am. Yeah. And I kind of make slide remarks like that, too, without telling them that they're stupid, because I don't want them to not sell me the alcohol. <laughs> Dylan, how about you? You got to be at least 45. Oh, I answered? 45? No, I was going to say... I was gonna say probably like twenty four, twenty five. Okay. If you yeah, okay. So yeah, if you're in the basement, the question's asked. Yeah. Why do you say forty five? Sometimes you can be an old man. That's true. But let's not. We we actually had that. We actually last time Dylan was here in the basement, Jerry Ann and my wife got a little too buzzed, and her and Dylan had a good little interaction about how yeah, sometimes hurt. Dylan, to hurt. Dylan can be a little old man, but it's all right. No, I'm just very. I don't get. Too worked up about things unless it's very good. Yeah, but otherwise, I'm pretty. I'm. I don't really say a whole lot. I just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. So it's that midwestern type that is slang with it is. All right. Other than that, Hannah, any lasting thoughts that you've got to get off your chest or? No, I I think I'm good. I think Did this is a good. Time? Yeah, this is a good good first experience. Yeah. I'm gonna go work on my Birio card though. You should. I'm gonna you know at least get up on the one win on the board here <laughs> one of these days. We'll definitely have you back. You were good. Yeah. Like I said, we always like people who enjoy talking and can talk. Um, now since we've done talk you out, I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll like start watching other sports. You could do that. You could yeah. become a Panthers fan. There's right. There we go. Know. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. here, so might as well. Yeah. Might as well. You I mean, and the Hornets are Hornets are trash. Yeah. If you like basketball, but you don't worry about them. The, the Hopefully they're on the up and up. With, with yeah, new, that's that's not until like October. Yeah, their season's over now. July, so, uh, yeah, yeah, training camp. And that's, if, you, if you're listening first time, we do a lot of Panther stuff. Big NFL, NFL drafts in three weeks. We're definitely going to give our breakdown in the next couple weeks of all that. So you can, And we have another fantasy game as well. We're the king of fantasy games. Yeah. We'll make anything to a fantasy game. For the draft, Dylan took part in this. We do... Even though I'm sad you didn't join our bracket challenge. I know you didn't know any basketball. I'm going to give you a little, yeah, jo- little yep. rib nudge for that. Uh, we do picks 1 through 32. Each, like, picks 1 through 3 have 1 point, 4 through 8 or 2 points, whatever. The, the farther down it gets, the more points it is. You put a player next to it. I send out the whole list and the top 50 players. Yeah. Five dollar max. You have to get something at a gas station. No more than five dollars. You can spend it however you want. You can get two forties. You can get some condoms. You can get some old hamburger meat. You can get sardines. You can get toilet paper. You can get the old hot dogs. Winner takes the whole pot home. Uh, yeah. 
I don't think our winner from last year will be showing up. He's kind of went AWOL with his yeah. new girl. So <laughs> we'll probably have a new winner show up. And, yeah, you take that home, and it's a, it's a good little piece of the pie. And it's very hard to score because the NFL draft is more unpredictable than I think the bracket is. So Yes. And we, then we sit around Thursday night and drink beer. So you guys will probably be traveling. Or something. Last weekend? Last weekend? Two weekends. Yeah, last oh, weekend. You'll be here? I'll be in Langley. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Well, uh, you can send your... I'll send it out a week early. You can get yeah, sent. There yeah. we go. Yeah. You'll have to probably we'll remind me like three times, but no, we're no. good. Yeah. yeah, you told me you were going to join the bracket. I know, did, I know. I didn't want to do that. I know. Well, I know. I you for like a month, so I didn't want to be that creeper who kept DMing you because I didn't have your Yo, like, join my cell bracket. phone Come number and be like, hey, you know, so... <laughs> As always, follow the Beards Watch. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's The Beards Watch. Like, subscribe, comment, five stars on iTunes and on Facebook. Follow me at General Nation. You got everybody else. Oh, hey, Hannah, how can they follow you if they want to find you? I'm just Hannah Newhouse on everything. Okay. So I made it, made it plain and simple here a couple years ago. Not so. old house, new house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. You see her, tell her that you're, she's the first person you've ever met from Idaho. She thoroughly enjoys that intro every time. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It usually is. You're probably the first person I've ever met away from that. That's yeah. been like, oh, I know someone. From well, Idaho. I remember we were sitting cool. there talking, and I was like, and you were like, if you tell me I'm the first person you've met from Idaho, I'm gonna scream in a joking manner. I was like, actually, no, because the Panthers had an offensive tackle who actually went to Utah. They drafted in the first round back in 2002 or three, and he was from Idaho. And I actually met him as a kid. Went to like the the training camp and stuff and met him and stuff. So though I didn't talk to him as much as I talked to you, you weren't at first. So I hope you can get it. I hope we can live with that. Glad I could check that off your bucket list. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Alright. We'll send it out. Hannah, thanks for coming. We'll have you back. Have fun this weekend and all weekends racing. Hopefully you can save the sport of NASCAR single handedly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Goals. Goals. Alright. Peace. Oh,